Hi there, Megan Thompson here with Megan Thompson Coaching and we're here to talk about Halloween and specifically Halloween candy and how to help your sensitive child deal with the intense after effects of digesting all of that candy and when you are supporting your sensitive kid and managing the excitement around Halloween if you plan on celebrating this holiday and you're wondering how to set limits around uh, candy and the activities involved in this holiday make sure that you stick around so we, this is what we're going to be covering today hello and welcome to how to parent your highly sensitive child like a ninja I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children? Stop walking on eggshells and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All right, so here at MTC, we help parents of sensitive kids eliminate the daily meltdown cycle in as little as eight weeks. These are kids who are hitting, kicking, yelling, screaming, throwing their bodies on the floor and generally feeling out of control in their body, whether that be shutting down and refusing to follow directions or participate in desired activities and undesired activities, um, running amok in the house and feeling like you have no uh, semblance of direction when you give your child direction in the house as well as dealing with these intense, overwhelming meltdowns. And one of the things that parents can be stuck around is special occasions. And today we're gonna to talk about Halloween. Because obviously, if your child is struggling with big emotions, you're, it makes sense to pay attention to any patterns. And for some children, patterns include what they are eating. And you might have already made some dietary changes to try to, to break out of this cycle and uh, focus on the after effects of an, uh, you know, high levels of sugar in your child's diet, uh, dyes, food dyes, and um, carbs, etc. And so if you've already started to observe that uh, your child benefits from a more balanced diet and uh, less, you know, full of, of less artificial ingredients, less processed foods, uh, that, you know, that, that's great, right? We want your children to be eating healthily. We want, you know, clean eating to be uh, part of your family plan. Everybody feels better when they eat uh, less processed foods. And your child who's highly sensitive and, or your teenager's highly sensitive is no different right? Um, and I want to talk about the, the you know, factors to consider when your family is stuck in the meltdown cycle, because many parents can think that the food dyes are the golden ticket, if you will. If we can just get our kid on uh, a gluten-free diet, or if we could just get our kid to, to stop eating red dye, if we can just get our kid to, um, to stay away from artificial ingredients and minimize sugar intake, then their emotional intensity will decrease, the uh, meltdown cycle will go away, and uh, we'll be a much happier family. And that is, uh, you know, makes sense to, to want to consider the diet as a cause of the meltdown cycle. And I ha have to mention over, you know, a decade plus of solving this problem with many families who have been down that road, 
and uh, we've helped families adjust their their child's and expand their child's palate. Um, it's important to understand that your child's intense reactivity to food and, and to the nutrition that they're taking in and, or, or lack of nutrition that they're taking in is a symptom of the meltdown cycle. Now, it's definitely an important symptom. Like I mentioned before, we all feel like crap if we eat crap, right? So we definitely want to pay attention to that, um, to what your child is eating. And one of the things that can be helpful in that is consulting with a professional. So I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not going to tell your, your, you what um, you know, what diet is more appropriate for highly sensitive kids because some highly sensitive kids uh, need more um, uh, short, you know, shorter term um, gaps between their food. Some children prefer, are, are operate better as grazers. Some children operate more on a high protein diet. Um, and you know, big, big, hefty meals, etc., and that is something that needs to be managed by a professional when weight gain is an issue, um, or um, you know, general health uh, concerns are are in play. So, in terms of your child's um, size and and whether or not they are growing on a on a typical growth curve and also whether or not they are have enough energy in the day uh, and obviously the opposite right if you start to notice patterns when your child's intaking a lot of sugar and they seem to be wired um, hyper etc then you want to pay attention to what foods to cut out and what foods to leave in and, and uh, being you know direct on an, an elimination diet you need to be following the directive of, of a professional in that um, in that specialty. So a registered dietitian, uh, a nutritionist who specializes in pediatric nutrition, or a holistic doctor who can give you advice on, on nutrition and how it impacts your child's physical health, as well as monitor how it's impacting your child's mental health. Now, what's important to notice is, is many parents that, that we work with, and we see this happen all the time, is that that um, that plan, right, that you might come up with with a with a nutritionist or, or a nutritional professional uh, can be really difficult to implement. And that's what we're going to talk about here because the why it's so difficult to implement is rooted in your child's emotional health, all right? So when your child is struggling with the meltdown cycle, one of the things that they struggle with is managing when things don't go the way that they want them to in safe and effective ways, right? So oftentimes parents will... Uh, say that they feel like their five-year-old, their six-year-old, their nine-year-old is running the household, that if things don't go the way my kid wants them to, they lose it, right? And so dealing with that big emotion, whether it be frustration, sadness, disappointment, etc., cetera, uh, worry, um, is, is incredibly important because when you put food on your child's plate and they're not expecting it, uh, no conversation, no lecture, no teaching lesson in the world is going to support your child in that moment regulate their emotions, feel okay enough to explore and get curious about what's on their plate enough to actually digest, you know, eat and, and they're, you know, try and then eat enough to, 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 for it to affect um, their digestive system enough to feel full, etc. So you want to be working with um, a, a team to support this because 
when, when it comes to your child's diet, it's incredibly important to address that um, quickly if you fear that your child is not getting enough nutrition. And this is something that I know uh, can affect many families and it's, it's, it could build, bring a lot of fear to the table. You know, myself included, I have two daughters and both of them in early uh, infancy had trouble gaining weight and we had issues with uh, their feeding um, at, at birth. And so that is obviously scary as a parent. And so when you watch that continue, it's something that we were able to, to come up with a plan with that was uh, that, that's working. Um, but, but as you're trying to notice this, whether your child is, as I mentioned before, six or nine or, or 11, you know, that, that worry, that concern doesn't change because your child's brain is growing. Your child needs to, um, you know, to, to be able to uh, digest enough food to keep them energized and in a healthy way, help them stay focused and, um, and grow and, and learn, right? And so it, it makes sense that you as a parent can feel pressured, um, concerned, feel uh, overwhelmed by trying to help your child expand their palate, as well as help your child uh, follow through on limits that you set when you know candy's in the house. And so when we think about Halloween and the overabundance of uh, sugar and um, you know artificial ingredients in 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 junk food that's available to most children in uh, it, during this holiday, it can feel uh, quite difficult for you as a parent to f determine how to set limits effectively. And one of the things that will be important for you to, to, to prepare your child is to have a conversation with them about what is permitted, what is not permitted in terms of the food that you might be given uh, by you know, your neighbors in uh, during this holiday. And so you might need to uh, inspect your child's uh, candy bucket or, or you know candy sack um, during the, the trick-or-treating and then also after. I know you know obviously it's not just about whether or not the candy's been um, you know is handed to you unwrapped or um, is handed to you in um, uh, you know, in, in, in suspicious packaging, right? It's also about the ingredients and teaching your child about how much they can have and then setting limits in terms of portions uh, after Halloween as well. So it's important to notice that that meltdown cycle can be exacerbated by the in intense amount of sugar and artificial ingredients that your child is taking in. And it's also true that it's not the cause. So highly sensitive kids are much more emotionally responsive. That means that they feel big feelings and those big feelings are not, uh, are part of their temperament. It is how their brain works. It is not caused by diet or nutrition. Um, it, it is definitely influenced as I mentioned before but it's important for you to notice that. So when we work with parents who say, you know, I literally can't get my kid to eat anything other than chicken nuggets and french fries, and you know, uh, God forbid I buy the, the chicken nuggets that have the pepper flex on it, right? Like my kid just won't even touch it. And then we have dinners literally canceled because no one will eat anything. We've had families whose children will survive on, on butter and nuts for dinner, right? There's there's a lot of factors that go into supporting your child and noticing what they can tolerate. And part of that is related to their taste sensations and uh, as well as texture sensations. So there's that uh, high sensitivity is also related to being easily overstimulated. And when the sensation component is, um, is part of that overstimulation, 
like I mentioned before, um, a plan on what your child should be eating and what is a balanced meal and how big the portion of, of protein should be compared to uh, vegetables and fruit, etc. Um, that's that's great that you might walk away with an appointment from an appointment related to to diet and nutrition with a with a plan, and then it comes down to being able to support your child and being open to making those changes. And this is one of the key factors that um, that is incredibly important to address in eliminating the meltdown cycle. Highly sensitive kids struggle with change, right? They have a hard time with transitions. They have a hard time managing. Um, new experiences and feeling capable of being able to handle new experiences because they don't know what to expect. And that same uh, level of intensity of, of, of struggle is going to be relevant when you change your child's diet. And so what's important to notice is that highly sensitive kids have, have a challenge in generalizing skill building. So when you're working on managing those big emotions, you need to be able to support your child with a multifactored approach to break out of this pattern. And uh, that's something that we talk about in our free masterclass that's available to you. And I wanna make sure that we have the link available to you where, wherever you're listening to this show, because on that training, I walk you through the, the five factors that are incredibly important for you and your uh, highly sensitive child to break out of this meltdown cycle and your highly sensitive teen. You know, teens have a, a much different level of independence. They might be coming home um, without you. You might still be at work and they're expected to not binge on Cheez-Its, right? And uh, so that they don't eat their dinner and, and et cetera. And so it's really important that you are paying attention to how your child is learning, how to intuitively trust their body, how to observe whether or not their body feels uh, stressed, overwhelmed, and exacerbated when they eat certain foods. And that's an emotional component that uh, a dietitian or a nutritionist isn't trained to manage. And so when we work with our, our clients to support them in helping uh, build that level of intuition, the experience is much more uh, paced as well as successful because highly sensitive kids uh, need to be able to be guided to follow the plan in a way that helps them feel safe and capable. And uh, that's something that you need to be able to focus on. So uh, I want to support you in noticing the five components that you need to be uh, addressing. Go ahead over to our free training to cover that. If you're a parent of a uh, teen, then the link is associated with this show um, and is a separate link than parents of children under the age of 14 in eighth grade. So 14, you might be a high schooler. That would be related to our teen uh, training here. You want to be able to notice how to systematically help your child change habits that are not serving them forward. And one of those habits is, is uh, related to healthy eating. So uh, I'll post that link below. You can click the button uh, associated with your child's age and uh, feel free to reach out to our team if you need support to be more direct and um, more pointed and you notice that your child's cons your concerns about your child's behavior and their emotional um, management as well as your own stress levels seem to be more pervasive than just whether or not your child's eaten uh, a certain amount of candy that day. And uh, we're happy to have a conversation with you and, and support you in figuring out uh, what the best next steps are for your family to break out of this pattern from the root. Um, but the best way to do that, to get started with that, is to watch our free masterclass. So uh, take a look at that, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.
Thanks for joining me for this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in hearing more about how to eliminate the meltdown cycle, I invite you to check out our free masterclass where we cover the five steps our clients use to eliminate the daily meltdowns. You can register for the next training at meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash five steps. That's the number five, S-T-E-P-S meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash five steps. Have a great day.